Welcome to Stories of COVID, the interview project that explores what it's like to experience a global pandemic. I never thought I would see this in my lifetime. It is scary and it's very real, but it's not hopeless. As I said, I changed three planes. None of them were wearing any gloves or masks. I've never seen so much support for freelancers or artists in the in the media um, as I have now. They both laid me off from just the advent of the, the outbreak. I'm anthropologist and author Veronica Kieran, and I am building an interview archive of stories and anecdotes that define this time in history. If you have an experience that you'd like to share, check out the show notes to sign up for an interview. At the end of each episode, I ask the participant to frame final words for future generations who may be looking back on this pandemic with curiosity, wonder, or the need for knowledge, just as we are looking back at the Spanish flu of 1918. These words don't always make it into the final podcast episodes, so every 10th episode will be a special edition of the final thoughts of the previous 10 participants. And it is very hard to understand how your world can change so rapidly and how quickly you need to respond and adapt that it's out of your control. And so building resilience and building adaptability into your plans is very important. But so too is that pre-planning of realizing that it does happen. And so don't be complacent, plan well, um, put the resources in for those long-term things, not only for the, the short-term necessities. And, and, and to really then um, ensure that whether you're running a business or a hospital, that you've got a lot of resilience built in. Be prepared for things, like, like in your personal life and to the extent possible, like as a country, like take messages like that seriously. Like we're not doing that right now with the pandemic. We're not doing it with global warming. Like listen to people, pr be prepared and know that things like this can happen. Um, on a personal level, I don't know. I mean, I guess I would say like to know that whatever is happening, like whatever political storm, whatever. I mean, this is crazy. This is just like completely crazy. But at the same time, it's not that crazy. Like it's not any more crazy than having a civil war tear your backyard up to pieces. And I think what I think that I would want to say is that everyone, I think there's a tendency for people to believe that they live in a special, unique time, either uniquely blessed or uniquely damned. And I don't think that's true. I think that every time has its benefits and its challenges. And I think that if you are facing a crisis like this, or if you're not facing a crisis like this, it's important to remember that your time isn't special. It's, it's different, it's unique, but it's not special. And if you need, like let that be encouraging because you know that people in the past have faced horrible challenges and they've done it. Um, but at the same time, you know that whatever blessings you have are not necessarily unique to you or permanent. Listen to scientific evidence whenever you are making your decisions about whether or not to comply with guidelines surrounding something this serious. 
I've seen way too many people um, go out and protest the lockdown orders in their states. The act of you doing that is spreading this virus and putting people like my grandma at risk. Like really, really think about it. I understand that you feel like your freedoms are maybe being infringed upon. And I think they are, but that's, we literally have to do that to keep people safe right now. And please, please, please learn from the situation. See how poorly we handled this overall as a country and do better if this ever happens again. So if I was going to put this in a time capsule, which would be really cool because I hope your book is a time capsule, I would tell them that skepticism is science. Skepticism is the cornerstone of science. That's why it's called skeptical science or the, something like that. And uh, be brave be brave enough to uh, speak and, and uh, speak your voice and, and your opinion and to speak up and and uh to be brave enough to do that and uh, that's the most important thing take care of each other take care of each other and don't let um you know any politics du jour or labels for what politicians decide or what mass media decides to put on things Find ways to take care of each other. And whether that's communism, socialism, capitalism, fat, like don't, don't let the media tell you that this is the way things have to be because the alternative is big, scary thing. Because right now, big, scary thing is happening. It's scary. It's really fucking scary. And we need to work toward building a better world and we can't do that when we're so wrapped up in talking heads on tv saying we can't do this because of this and pushing a very specific agenda just take care of each other and don't let people try to fool you into into thinking that taking care of each other is a bad thing because it never is. Listen to the scientists. That's the only thing I can say, you know, in each government, some governments like New Zealand has been so lucky uh, and other, other governments, they have really done well with this. But, um, you know, I read something recently, some study, you know, that, everybody should be having a scientist at these press briefings. Forget the politicians. You can't, that's not going to reassure anybody. And people will make poor choices if they don't know what the science is saying. And, and there's so little, I mean, there's so, still so much to learn about this um, virus that we need to really stay on top of that. And, and, and you know, now we're in the misinformation age. You know, uh, there's so much out there with conspiracy theorists and, and a lot of crazy people that, um, you know, it's, you got to listen to the people who have lots of letters after their name and <laughs> have been through a lot of this training, you know. So um, that would be the thing I'd say is just listen to the scientists and, and make sure that you're well informed. That the biggest message I would want folks to have and I'd want them to have it early on in the progression of of something like this would be to really 
listen and pay attention to what the scientific officials are saying. You know, I think it took the world too long to heed the warnings of um, the health professionals um, around the world who were really ringing the alarm bell from the very beginning. Um, and I think at every turn, despite some really great efforts by a lot of world leaders, I think at every turn it took just a little bit too long. Um, and I remember, I think it was Dr. Fauci who said, um, you know, in a pandemic, you want to be feeling like you're overreacting. You want the reactions to seem like they're too soon and too much because that's the only way you can get ahead of it. Otherwise, you're always behind. Um, and I think that is the biggest takeaway. Um, and it's hard because, um, you know, at the point at which people will accept radical disruptions to their life, they have to feel like there's a reason. But that reason won't be there until it's too late to be doing that disruption. So the public officials are in a really hard place to be able to convince the public to accept it because they'll accept it, but only when it's dire. And by the time it's dire, it's too late, right? So it's a weird catch-22. Um, and so I would urge future generations to remember that about this so that hopefully it can be contained any you know god forbid future outbreaks like this can be contained quicker because that's the only way during this time the smaller countries and smaller economies and smaller communities they have proven that you know a little bit of perseverance and patience that you go every day comes a long way so you know when we get like even in Kathmandu we say that we have first world problems in Kathmandu but right now since you know Kathmandu is very closer to the other parts of Nepal that has suffered you cannot disconnect from their reality you have to be part of it you have to be very aware that the world is not a perfect uh, labeled ground you know it has many ups and downs and you have to do your bit to help anyone uh, you you should not be someone you know you, you might be in a place that me being locked down in this place since last 38 days i still have a source of income i'm still earning so i am privileged in a way that many of them aren't you know so i think for future generation it's very essential to understand that you might be lucky in a way that you never understood and you know we have to be grateful and we also have to persevere and there is no way out you have to stick your ground and actually fight it off in whatever way It's really, it's um, our idea of what it's like to be human is being challenged right now. And if you look up the definition of the virus, of, of virus, it like really like, you stare at that sentence and you're like, oh, that's really intense. But there is this, this something that's happening that like, there is a challenge that's being presented. And I feel like it might be worth all of us exploring. And I think it is respectful and kind of like ethical to follow safety and um, make sure you're checking in with your people, like um, respect people's boundaries and their process. Um, but also it's okay to be like really mad about the whole situation and not wanna do it. You know, it's like, it's really like inviting all of those things in at once is scary.
I mean, especially with where we are now with COVID-19, I mean, I think the underlying message would just be to read up on history so history doesn't repeat itself. Because right now we're, we're definitely in that area, we're definitely in that time in the pandemic right now where things are beginning to level off a little bit, depending on where you get your news sources from. <laughs> Some are more questionable than others. I mean, I, I, I get my info from Johns Hopkins University. That's, that's the source I've been going off. It's not the CDC where it can be politically and governmentally driven and stuff. And I'm hoping they're a bit more like down the middle and stuff, but every source is different. But, um, you know, there's a lot of people who are saying like, yeah, the, the curve is starting to flatten and stuff. So open back up the economy, blah, blah, blah. And then you think back to the Spanish flu, it was the second wave that devastated the population, not the first wave. And so, um, yeah, I mean, my primary message is study and understand history so that we're not doomed to repeat itself. Episodes are being released as soon as I get the interviews. So subscribe so that you don't miss a thing and share if this meant something to you and if you think others might benefit. Stay safe. Stay well. <laughs>